0: Everyone, welcome back to the realm with weird weekly news. I'm Gina. And I'm Kez. So it's us today. So
1: our good old buddy
0: Rich is on vacay. So Kez is here to stand in, holding down the fort.
1: <laughs> I'm here to hold down the fort. Let's do it. Hope I right. hope I make him proud.
0: Well, only if you win rock, paper, scissors. Like he actually won last time. So maybe you could keep his winning streak going
1: all right shout out to rich i'm gonna keep your streak going let's do it
0: okay. all
1: right ready all right here we go rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors. hey shoot. you're cheating what? that's not even right because you're like uh no uh, you're the one pausing um. okay let's no, start go again. go rock paper scissors shoot right Real quick
0: you were like you're the mm-hmm. one delaying oh, okay everybody what? watch this and tell me who was delaying i was pausing because you were you're Are you ready delayer. yeah
1: right. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Rock. Rock. Okay. okay, go again. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. shoot. Rock.
0: <laughs> Dang it, I got scissors. Yeah, let's go. Ah! Okay. I love that we totally just now. got in a little spat. <laughs> All right, you go first, which means I'll be going twice in a row because we're bringing you. I go three. first? No, 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 no. Remember if oh that's I win, right loser goes first my loser bad goes first okay first i have a story the headline reads a distillery is fighting invasive crabs by turning them into whiskey mm,
1: <laughs> sounds like a personal problem
0: it sounds like a whole bunch of nope to me but let's dig into this okay so This is from NPR uh, from July 11th. Uh, So here I go. The small green crabs are apparently an invasive pest in our ecosystem here in North America for more than 200 years. Uh, This may not be news to some of you, but it definitely is um, news to me. Like maybe casualties are growing up in the Midwest. Have you ever heard of green crabs? No. Okay. Like invasive green crabs. Anyway.
1: Just the snow crabs I eat. (laughs) <laughs> and the other crabs that, you know, that's something different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about those crabs. No experience with those. Okay. So the small green crabs, apparently, uh, they came to the US in the 1800s by catching a ride on ships coming over from Europe. I think it was like as early as 1800. Um, so they're invasive in the fact that they eat a lot of the shellfish and destroy a lot of the, Um. Like habitat the fish habitat and things like that well how uh, shellfish one... of them what'd you say
1: how shellfish of them <laughs> dad joke dad joke's on point today
0: <laughs> <You're dumb. laughs> how shellfish okay anyway back to the story one crab can eat about 40 mussels per day so Take that one crab and multiply that by a bazillion. This was the quote, a bazillion claims. And you have no more clams. That was a quote directly from marine biologist, Dr. Gabrielle Brett um, in this article. So uh, in trying to help bring a solution to the problem. Tamsworth Distillery in New Hampshire. They make a whiskey called Crab Trapper Whiskey and they flavor it with the crab. Now flavor it. I just
1: that doesn't sound like it's going to be great. I, I mean, okay,
0: all I know is like there was there was some kind of like alcohol that I had that like had something like soaking at the bottom of and I can't remember what it was, but I mean, maybe it's similar, but I don't this doesn't sound right to me. So product developer Will Robinson, funny on the name, uh, whom had the idea for the project, said that crabs, the crabs were clean and prepared just like any other crabs being prepared for the restaurant admittedly, he said people are going to hear crab whiskey and I'd venture to say about three quarters of them are going to be like, no, absolutely not. That would be me. So I think you'd be correct. Um, but, uh, he said, if you can get them to taste it, they'll totally change their tune for the most part. So here's how they make it. Just, I had to dig into that part. I didn't know how they make it. So well, they how take, big
1: are these things? Are they, they're I'm really thinking tiny. little,
0: they're yeah. really tiny. Yeah. So there's, there are these small things that just eat, a. T- they eat, like, like I said, one crab eats 40 mussels a day. And apparently like the Atlantic ocean is completely riddled with it. So, um, so this like particular distillery is like, okay, let's see if we can try to help solve it. Um, so they make crab stock. Like, so I guess they boil the crab kind of like how you make broth, I guess, or chicken stock or beef stock. And then they distill that broth. And so then the stock, they said, is mixed with spices like mustard seed, coriander and cinnamon. And then they combined it with a bourbon base. He calls it a sipping drink. And uh, each bottle of whiskey uses about a pound of the green crabs. So the article says, though, that one distillery alone isn't going to make much of a dent in the green crab problem uh, because the numbers are out of control. However, it's a good start if more people can be. I guess adventurous on what they want to do with these green crabs. You know what I want to know, which I didn't look up. I'm kind of disappointed myself. Like, are they not edible? Like, are they not like a crab that you can eat? Let me take a quick I guess. It just depends on how small they are. Green crabs have a complex and delicate flavor that lingers on the palate but doesn't overbear a dish. So I guess you can. Wait, here we go. Are the invasive green crabs edible, though considered edible and fished commercially in parts of their native range, European green crabs aren't any bigger than your fist and don't make the most ap- appealing meal when eaten. They're used primarily for crab stock and soup. So I guess like maybe just catch a bunch of them and turn them into broth, freeze it. Yeah, I
1: just none of this is sounding great to me, so I'll pass. Thanks, though.
0: Uh, all right. So, I guess like when we go to New Hampshire, you're not going to try this.
1: Also, try it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> okay,
0: we should order. But I mean, something. you're not
1: like making it sound apt to go oh, get green crabs and mustard seeds and like I just cinnamon. like these the are story. these are flavors that don't go together. And and I can't stop thinking about
0: crabs. <laughs> I know it's it kind of gross because I don't like crabs in general, I only like crab legs. Uh, so, I think that Which maybe an abomination. Su- <laughs> I'm not, I just don't like you know. I'm just, I'm weird. I don't, I don't have a very um, adventurous palate, one would say. Um, so maybe I'll like reach out and see if we can't order a small bottle of this crab trapper whiskey, and maybe we can try it on a show later. And just have we'll tell everybody what we think. How about that?
1: Oh, sure, wonderful. <laughs> I'll try it. Whatever.
0: (laughs) All right. Let's go on to your story.
1: All right. My story got it from the Smithsonian Magazine, their website. And it's about um, a shark (laughs) Kano.
0: So not Sharknado.
1: Not Sharknado. It's not like the movie, which I still haven't seen. But like, I have this intense desire to see it because I really feel like it's necessary. Should but, we watch
0: it tonight?
1: Sh- sure. Why not? Okay. So it's not like Sharknado where you got a tornado and the sharks are flying around in it and all crazy like that. But it's similar. That's why they call it the Shark Kano. So basically, um, it's kind of an outdated article, but it's in- it was interesting enough to me um, because, sh- you know, sharks. So basically, uh, back in 2015, they were photographing... This underwater volcano, volcano in southwest Pacific Ocean. This volcano is called volcano. I don't even feel like I'm saying it. Volcano, volcano. <laughs>
0: it sounds this like volcano,
1: volcano. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right. This volcano is called Kavachi.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and it ended up erupting in 2015. But what they found super interesting, other than you know, obviously it's a submerged volcano. Is that within these like very like acidic, toxic, you know, what would seem like inhabitable waters were an entire ecosystem that they were capturing in these photographs. So they're capturing different kinds of sharks and other sort of um, just underwater creatures. And they were they nicknamed it then Sharkano because it was very just um, what's the word? Just surprising and intriguing that they are finding these creatures living in such horrific, what they would think is a horrific um, ecosystem, right? Is it because of like,
0: sorry to interrupt, is it because of like the heat or the conditions that the volcano, like is it an active volcano or what makes it like kind of uninhabitable there?
1: Well, it just would be, you know, just from the chemistry of the ocean Okay. Um, due to the volcanic eruption, because it actually erupted, and they're still seeing these these sharks and these creatures, you know, swimming around in it. Oh. Um, then they say, like I said, that the the water is just kind of acidic, and just okay. you would generally think just not habitable. Um, you know, you got the it's super hot, right, with the lava. You've got sulfur. Um, just a lot of things that you would not. I mean, think of it this way: you have a little fish tank in your house, and God forbid you put the wrong temperature water or like the wrong, you know, anything in this tiny little. um Yeah, tank I get.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: Ruin the pH balance, and the and they're dead. Like, right? You know, it's very. It's a very delicate process when like cleaning out a fish tank or changing the water in a fish tank so think of it like all right now you have a literal volcano with all this you know the sulfur and you know acidic water and the heat and just all this chemistry that is not typically floating around in the ocean that probably doesn't seem like something could survive in and they are and so this is creating just a lot of like new questions, right? They're like, wow, these these animals are extremely resilient. Um, So they're wondering like, okay, are these the kind of animals that, you know, humans, you know, because we basically global warming and, you know, all the things that we're doing to destroy our world, are these things going to be able to survive all the things that we're essentially doing to our world and to our oceans? Um, And, you know, kind of be the animals that continue to live on, you know, right. Cause it it
0: appears that they're adapting to their new environment.
1: Right. Exactly. So yeah, that's a, that's a shark Kano. If you were, if you were to look it up, um, just to see kind of like the pictures and these sharks floating around the waters, like, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if it's the type of the pictures or if it's actually what it makes the water look like when a volcano erupts, but they're kind of like Yellowy pictures, and it just doesn't look very like clean. You know, sometimes you see these ocean pictures, like, oh wow, that's beautiful. You know, it's crisp and it's clear and it's nice, and it just literally looks like they're swimming around in like I don't know.
0: Oh, hang on a a jar. They have it. Let's. For those of you that are watching, or for those of you listening, want to see this, you can head over to YouTube and or we're just going to put links to this, but I'm going to share my screen so those of you that are watching us on YouTube can see what we're talking about. So is this what you're talking about right here? This orange? Yeah,
1: so they're like in this yellow, hazy water that just does not look clean. It looks like you know, if you were to put uh, a liver in a jar to preserve it, like that's what it looks like. They're swimming around in. It's gross.
0: That's really Yeah, it does look like disgusting um, water that's that's in there. That's really interesting. That they these animals are thriving in these waters. So very, very cool.
1: So that's a Sharkano. and uh, they should go <laughs> ahead and come out with a movie about it.
0: So basically, for those of you then listening, like Kez was saying, it's like it it looks like almost like rusty water, but just a little bit more yellow, and it's hard to believe that that water is like in the ocean when everything around it is blue or you know dark colored. That there's this section of. The ocean, that's a completely different color. That's mind boggling to me, too. Like
1: So now I'm picturing a new movie and there's an underwater volcano and these sharks are just getting blasted out of the ocean and they're all on fire.
0: (laughs) And then they turn into a Sharknado.
1: Yeah, there we go. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of Sharknado movies out. Like, you know, I don't think there's just one in the Sharknado series. Exactly. Be a a shark. NATO universe, kind of like, yeah. kind of like the that's what's that scary movie maybe. universe?
0: Oh, I don't. You know what I'm
1: talking about, like the Insidious universe, the oh yeah 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 Conjuring universe, yeah, yeah. like that. <laughs> so
0: maybe this is how Sharknado's started. Was from Sharknados? I don't know.
1: Anyway. Was I don't know which one came first, but that's filmmakers
0: get on this. Let's get a new installment of Sharknado. Yeah,
1: but also copyright. <laughs> <laughs> That was like my you idea. Drinking? You must pay me. I'm drinking a red wine from Aldi's, the horse wine. It's not oh. actually made of horses, but there's a horse in the bottle. So I call it the horse wine.
0: I think it's called Storm Chaser or something.
1: That's even more badass than the horse wine.
0: <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, Storm yes.
1: Chaser, 100 horsepower wine. It's very good. From Aldi's.
0: It's very good. Very good. Aldi okay. sponsor us. Aldi. Holla. Okay, so my next story is um the headline says mysterious holes found at the bottom of the ocean look almost human made.
1: So that's super interesting that we have ocean stories. I, just I know wanna, before you were to continue, um oceans both completely fascinate and completely terrify me. Like I feel way. like they are just so incredible and it isn't like the statistics like we've only explored like 5% of our ocean. Yeah, I don't know
0: what the percentage is, but you're right it's like a very It's small something.
1: Percentage. I mean, how can the m- literal majority of the world be ocean and we know very 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 very, very little of it. So it's just like we don't we don't know anything. <laughs> We know nothing
0: I mean, we, it, like so much could be going on out there that we don't know. Of. And you bring up a good point. Like, I think it's funny that we all that we had three ocean stories today, because when I did my stories, I was like, oh, my gosh, these are both oceans. And then I didn't realize yours was too. I'm like slow today. I think my maybe it's because I'm process. supposed
1: to be going to California and I'm all got yeah. oceans on the brain.
0: Yeah, you'll be there soon. because yeah. Bachelor party. <laughs> all right. You may move on now. Oh, thank you for your permission. You're welcome. Okay. uh, So mysterious holes found at the bottom of the ocean look almost human-made. The National Ocean and Atmosphere Administration, otherwise known as the NOAA, is appealing for help in trying to solve a mystery on the floor of the Atlantic Ocean. So on Saturday, July 23rd, the ship Okinos, or I'm not sure, so I apologize for the pronunciation, the Okinos Explorer with their team found a line of oblong ho- holes in the sand, which uh, NOAA Ocean Explorer, NOAA Ocean Exploration, described as looking almost human made. So the holes have been previously reported from that region, uh, but the origin has still been a mystery. And I'm not sure, like, I couldn't find where it was reported that they ever found one this long. So I'll, t- I'll tell you in a minute how big it was. Um, so the story said that while they look almost human-made, they actually look excavated by something. So the term "excavated" was used by this team. So they actually turned to the public to ask for possible theories. Uh, the NOAA posted on the photos to their Facebook page and had a plea for help. And people, of course, responded. Uh, there were some people that you know said that it was everything from a mollusk of some sort. That was like under the sand, blowing and, and venting out, and then just kind of slowly moving along and doing the same thing again. But um, to me, it seems unlikely, and I'm going to show you this picture in a second. I was um, going to say I
1: need to see what this is like.
0: Yeah, but I I have zero. Actually, I'll pull the picture up for you right now. Let's see here. Let me get to this. Get off of our shirk NATO. So you see these lines right here? Yeah. That's what we're talking about.
1: Now, how how big are those supposed to be? Because they look really teeny tiny.
0: So I'm not sure um, exactly how big the holes are. That was not in the two articles that I read, but there's a ton of articles out there. So I'll put a few articles out there, but that is a valid question.
1: This is the only strip that they've seen that they found.
0: So they've they it's been reported in the region prior to but this particular one was 1.7 miles long which is roughly a little over two and a half kilometers i think and so this it was like in a straight line which is why i'm saying like i feel like it's not possible that like something's popping up out of the sand like every i mean they're pretty measurable And they're kind of in a straight line. It just doesn't seem likely to me. So for those of you listening, we're looking at a picture and I'll post the link to it. We're looking at a picture of the bottom of the ocean floor. And it's just this long line of like, I don't even know how to. It would
1: look like like a spiral notebook or something without the spirals. So all the holes.
0: Yeah. So it's just like, it's just a bunch of holes that's in the bottom. So uh, anyway, so they... So they were like, I said, they put this on their Facebook page because they're like, OK, we have we have no idea. So, like I said, some people said that they thought it was mollusk venting. And then, of course, there are some people uh, that said it was something left over from the lost city of Atlantis. Like, I, I would love to go and read all these comments. So. You guys can check it out, but there were also in other articles where people were starting to say, you know, we're obviously saying not starting to say, but they were bringing up the obvious, which was it extraterrestrials? Because, you know, we have all these reports of things, these strange lights over the ocean and, you know, different people on different ships, especially like, um. Navy ships, you know, you hear stories um, from all over the world, from all different types of military installments that they've seen things weird over the water. Uh, so some people were saying that that's what it was. Um, so again, like I said, it was 1.7 miles um, and the place. Oh, here's a coincidence based on your last story. So the dive took place uh, along a volcanic ridge in the Atlantic. It's like an elongated volcano. And so it was on the ridge of that volcano. So they don't know what it is, and they are asking the public for help. So we will post uh, the story to in our comment section.
1: Yeah, it's really just bothering me that's not telling me what the size of them are. Like, are these like pencil holes? Are these like
0: no? It looks pretty big. Like if, holes,
1: you, are if these... you think
0: about, like I just think of like a gear. Like I just think of like this giant. Gear shift, kind of just rolling you know the cylinder kind of rolling you know a- along the bottom of the ocean because it just looks like just so perfectly spaced and the size of each one of the holes look identical uh so right. just i don't know it's just odd to me uh but you know for those of you listening why don't you let us know what you think um so yeah i don't know maybe it's i think it's extraterrestrial
1: <laughs> everything comes back to aliens it
0: does but how else do we explain it i mean i don't think be it asked. is ancient aliens yeah i don't think there's anybody else underneath the ocean kind of you know excavating or doing anything that we don't know about or who knows at this point.
1: who knows we only know five percent of what the hell's going on in the ocean That's so true. literally could be anything down there anything anything Maybe, of all the stuff that we know especially about the ocean. I mean, all these weird creatures that we know, you know, all just all just the millions of species of animals in the ocean all over the world, all the things we do know and to to just can't comprehend that that is such a small percent. Like I said, I'm pretty sure it's like 5% of what we've actually explored and what we actually know. So what 95% what else could possibly be? I mean, everything. Anything, anything can be down there.
0: Maybe Disney movies have it right. Like maybe the Disney company knows lots of secrets that we don't know because maybe there's like a whole like little mermaid world down there.
1: (laughs) Maybe you don't know. Maybe they're all just living in the dark. Or maybe you go so deep that it just becomes light again. Like there's some sort of light source down there that's just a little deeper than, you know, because we always say like the lower you go, the darker it is because then you're not getting the light from the. Sun anymore, you the know. Upside down. The upside down that's stranger. To the upside down.
0: <laughs> exactly. There we go. Well, that's it for our news stories today. Thanks for playing. Appreciate it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for playing. If we were playing, I won.
0: Rock, well, paper, you scissors. Already won Yeah, you did win that. But thanks everybody for listening to us. Um, we are on almost every place you can find podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio. Uh, pretty much everywhere so uh, check us out and uh, stop over by our facebook page and youtube like share subscribe all the things thanks for listening until next time see you later catch you later (laughs) you sounded so wisconsin